and welcome to the first annual Strangers to the Multiplex Awards, or Strangies, if you will. That depends. Now, for this award season, we thought rather than do the generic uh, Oscars or Razzies, where everything's great or everything's crap, we thought we'd do something a little different. So we have some kind of alternative categories, and people who follow us on Facebook and Twitter will know what these are, and thank you to those who have responded. So, we will go through the categories. First and foremost, we have Best Year, the Ben Foster Award for Best Performance in a Terrible Film, the Matthew McConaughey Award for Career Revival, the Stephen Baldwin Award for Where the Hell Did That Performance Come From, the Best Cinema Experience, the most one you had at the cinema, the what happened? Award for the former great career. Now, Jesus, what, what's going on? And the Chameleon Award for best multi-performance from a single actor. And joining myself, Fussy Bitch, to hosting these annual awards, or first annual awards, I have D-Man Darius. Hello. I, I never agreed to this being an annual thing. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Stu. Good evening. And who would? Katie would. Thank, thank you. <laughs> You've prepped as well, haven't you? Thank you. Yeah. I think, yeah. Does he introduce yeah. you like that a lot? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, given that's my new nickname type thing, I've printed it on oh. the yeah. we, we, we can't, we can't pronounce that um, <laughs> for delicate ears. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's very affectionate, though, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's get the show on the road. Let's go for the first award. I think we'll start with the Chameleon Award. Ooh. Well, best multiple from a single actor. I thought we'd go around the table, say our nominations, and then debate them from there. Great, start with the one I haven't got one. Chameleon Award for the best uh, multiple actors from a single actor. You come back to me. You, 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 you go. You go. You we'll go, you we'll go. cut there. We'll start with a different one. And uh, just to throw a little spanner in the works, I'm going to throw out a new category as well that we haven't previously discussed you see robert this is the problem with creative people you ask them questions and instead of providing you with answers they provide you with questions of their own they do they do he's putting so, on the spot i don't have got time to google anything no, no, no. Gonna have to, this is but this is quite a straightforward Go on then. so don't worry this is your favorite performance of the year from either tv or film <laughs> so we'll come to this one at the end but give you okay. time to think All about right. it i'll throw okay. that one at you in the so, we will start with, I think a good one to start with, would be your favourite cinema experience of the year. So let's go around the table and go through our nominations, and then we shall discuss them from there. So, I'll start with myself. My favourite one this year was Lights Out. Every time we turn off the lights, there's this woman. favourite film, I didn't actually see it on a cinema, but it did come out this year. Um, I watched it over Christmas, which was Kudo and the Two Strings. My name is Kubo. I look after my mother mostly. What was father like? He was just like you. Strong and so handsome. Ugh, mother. <laughs> I use magic to tell stories. If you must blink, do it now. About epic battles. Warriors and monsters. But I had no idea my stories were actually true. Cool. 
looking for you for so long. Father! Kuba, you must find your father's armor. It's your only chance. Very, very populous <clears throat> and obvious, but I'm going to go with uh, Rogue One. to be in a good mood. Why wouldn't I be? By this time tomorrow, I'll be with all my friends. <gasps> oh, I wonder what they're doing right now. <gasps> Probably being digested. They're alive, Branch. I know it. You don't know anything, Poppy. And I can't wait to see the look on your face when you realize the world isn't all cupcakes and rainbows. Because it is well, a I will show. take this opportunity to remind you you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. But please don't troll us. Don't troll us. I'm saying how happy I am that none of you chose Civil War. Could have some trolls after yeah. that comment. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, first of all, I'm going to start then. Uh, my Can I change my one? <laughs> <laughs> it's the strange, he's not the change. We've covered it. We've covered it. There's the block of me smashing it. <laughs> okay. So for me, my crystal. Get <laughs> <laughs> a bit of crystal, isn't it? Hey, I could do it as uh, what's his face, who uh, did the last time, just sit here in my pants and oh, say, talk about podcasting is a noble profession. Oh god, go on, go on, <laughs> go on, go on. Okay, my favourite one was uh, I say Lights Out. This was a film um, based on the short short film that came out that was doing the rounds generally over Facebook, and I really liked the look of that. I was really hoping this film was going to be good. Um, reviews were mixed. I sat there. I had a very terrified Ms. Wood next to me. And <laughs> well, then you started um, watching the film. Who would? I'm happy to say <laughs> I re I, it was just the most fun I had at the cinema. It was everything I hoped it would be. It was an hour and ten minutes. So absolutely flew by. There was no flab on this film whatsoever. Uh, there was character arcs mm. in a horror film. I mean, that never happens. And satisfying ones as well. And I had a very interesting antagonist. The um, the, the simple, uh, I suppose, trick or gimmick was played out really well. And I came out of that cinema so, so Okay, badly. so no spoilers of this, because I'm getting confused between two films. There's mm. Don't Breathe and there's Lights Out. Yes. I, I just need to get these mixed up. <laughs> so Don't Breathe is don't the breathe one. Don't Breathe is the one. Stephen Lang yeah, okay. Which was very good. Right. And Lights Out. What's this the, is what's the, what's the Without giving too much away. Say, I switched the lights off. There's a creepy person there. I switch uh, it on. They're gone. Switch it off. There's that creepy person there. Be it like that episode of Doctor Who. Be it like that episode right. of Doctor Who that okay. I won't have seen. Right. Blink. Blink. Yeah. Blink. Blink. Yeah. Blink. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably one of the best episodes of Doctor Who in recent years. But anyway. We're not, <laughs> here, to anyway. Really we're not here to talk about that. Yeah. Anyway. I know. So, so that, what was it that um, what appealed to you? What was it? It was just... How often do we go into a film really hoping it's going to be good, mm. and it really isn't? Mm. And I know not everyone's going to like this film. If you don't like Hollywood horror, it's not going to be for you. But I loved this film so much. And unfortunately, it doesn't have the same effect on DVD, because mm. we have watched it since. But uh, yeah, to go to a cinema, hope a film is good, for it to be even better, I would say, than you're expecting, and to add so much more was just an absolute joy. And who's the lead, the lead actress? Teresa Palmer. 
Oh who, yes, yeah. Yes, who was yes. a very good Australian actress? Who she was, was going to be Wonder Woman, was she? At one point or something? I oh no, uh, Talia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's cast in Hacksaw Ridge as well. Is she? Yeah, she's got a good role. So that's my nomination. So just one more thing. Do you think? Because I'm not a massive horror horror fan, but I, you know, films like It Follows and stuff like that kind of. Transcend that, and I, I do kind of take notice and put something slightly different. Do you think this is a film just for horror fans, or do you think it goes beyond that? I think something like it follows mm. would transcend the genre. Yeah, it lights out. No, like, so it's, if you're a horror fan, you need to be a horror yeah. film. So you right. need to be a fan of Hollywood horror. But I imagine Don't Breathe does. Don't, yeah, Don't yeah, Breathe would transcend. It's more of a thriller, thriller yeah, than yeah, an yeah, actual yeah. horror. Go, 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 this go, go, go. is very much horror. That's all right. Save me a rental. Yeah. So yeah. So kudo and the two strings. I'm a massive animation fan I studied um, animation for uh, for a period and you know I, I teach animation now and again and um, I just love animation and when I watched this film uh, I think it it just took me back how just how beautiful it was and um, it was just a masterpiece in, in both animation and storytelling I think mm. but also the, the voice acting was fantastic. So you got Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, shall I say? Amazing. Yeah. And in those roles. Just as a, a brief aside, Matthew McConaughey was also in our sing. Was he? <laughs> Not quite as good. Is he is um, a koala in that? I, I, I imagine it's a better performance. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't play koala in this one. He plays uh, a kind of beetle man. But you know, I think I think it was it, even. All right, it's a film made by the studio that made Coraline, uh, yeah, Paranorman. Yeah. Yeah. That, that um, makes sense because it is off the beaten track, isn't it? Precisely. Yeah. His, name, his name escapes me, but he's, he's the director, isn't he? Uh, I, think, I think he's more the studio and it's, it's lucky. Yeah. La, la, okay, okay yeah. fact checking Monkey, who will be listening back to this. Uh, add it in. <laughs> who, who is it? Uh, well, what's the studio called? I think it's. Because he did I, Nine Moments on Christmas. I don't know how you pronounce Oh, no, no, it's not Henry, it's uh, Salad. No? Or, uh, no, okay. Yeah. Hello, Fact Checking Monkey here. The studio is called Leica and is owned by the co-founder and current chairman of Nike, Phil Knight. I think it's a film which goes so many interesting places with storytelling and it's very adult in places and it touches on things like, you know, our immortality, but also the strength of, you know, because you're lead character has one eye because his eye was taken from his eye. this is a big yeah. spoiler his yeah. eye was taken from his like kind of evil uncle or yeah. something and that's your main character it's like you know House Strange Dragon with you know yeah, he loses his leg and I think again Nemo where Nemo's got yeah, yeah. It's, Nemo's lost. It, it's, <laughs> but he makes a vulnerable character but the, the point is it's, it's just such beautiful storytelling and some of the some great action sequences I have a question mm. yeah absolutely because I haven't seen mm. Do you think it would appeal to children too? Have you yes. Yes. Well, yes. You really enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 And I was surprised no, no, because there was just one quite dark moment with the with sisters. The sisters, sisters. Yeah. Well, on the boat, or and yeah. it was as an adult, I was like, "This is amazing <coughs> and creepy." Forgetting there's a seven-year-old in the yeah. room, and I'm like looking at her, and yeah. she was mesmerised. Throughout. I think what it is, if you if you think about the films that we probably grew up with in the eighties, and those films which were a little bit risky, and even like the TV shows, because I've been I'm in like showing my, my little boy a few like you know cartoons Daddy used to watch, and you think about some of the shows we used to watch, they were they were for children, but they didn't call down to children, and mm. they, they were great stories, and they were dark, and they went places, you know, and 
this it's like a fairy tale. It is a fairy tale. Um, yeah. yeah. Classic fairy tales, mm. grim kind of you know stories, and it it does go very to very dark places. But I think children will find it captivating. And I mean, it's it's magical and captivating well, it and exciting. It works on many levels. It works on many yeah. levels, yeah. and yeah. I think it's yeah. some of the some actually brilliant storytelling, which is one of its main points actually about storytelling. Cool. If it's best cinema experience, most fun you've had, then that is the most fun I've had because Kubo yeah. is wonderful story and beautiful animation, mm. and I totally agree with mm. everything you've said. Mm. And Lights Out was a fantastic it horror was, film. Yeah. But if we're talking about fun oh. I've had, yeah. then Trolls <laughs> yeah. ticked all those boxes because it was just a beautiful story that I know is mainstream, had mainstream people being the voice actors. It's Gwen Stefani. wasn't breaking it. Yes. yes. It wasn't breaking any boundaries, I don't think. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Smurfs because yeah. you've got these little trolls, mm. cute yeah. little trolls who, who live by just to sing, what is it, sing, hug, and dance. That is their three hour. goals in life. <laughs> I cuddle every hour. Every hour. And, every hour <laughs> and I know this won't appeal to everybody, but the story was brilliant because they're captured by these big eagle. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say ogres. trolls, but mm. they're like ogres. Yeah, sure. Is is it? Do you think it's the case? Like, if you think about things like you know, Lego Movie. Yeah. You know, on paper, Lego Movie sounds like some shit. Yeah. How can you make does. a film about Lego? Yeah. Now, obviously, not everyone. I'm not saying everyone loves it, but for me. Amazing because Wonderful. it was in the right hands, yeah. you know. The directors and the writers yeah. crafted something great there. So, you think that's the case with Trolls? Because when I heard about Trolls, they made it like, Oh, god, <laughs> yeah, it's scraping the barrel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're, you're digging up yeah. a toy that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugly. a lot of people have yeah. them, yeah. Um, they don't quite look like them, they're certainly cute to mm. mark, mm. maybe less. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and they are mega cute and there's a lot of humour in it but they also put the voice acting in extremely safe hands with yes, Anna yeah. Kendrick Definitely. Justin Timberlake we know he did really well with Shrek he, he was good in, in, in Shrek mm. my personal thoughts on who's that who's in Shrek? Um, uh, he's the, the prince, prince Charles. Yeah. Uh, sword uh, and stuff Lancelot Lance. uh, right. is he? oh quick fact checking monkey yeah, yeah. fact checking monkey it was in Shrek Third, played Arthur Pendragon, the other heir to King Harold's throne. So Russell Brand, Russell Brand, John Cleese, James. Yeah, Corden. John Cleese, yeah. James Corden was in it. Jeff James Corden's bloody Dick, everywhere. Yeah, he's everywhere. They keep giving him jobs, don't they? Yeah. What's going yeah. on? Yeah. But then he can, but he can sit. He can yeah, around, yeah, isn't yeah. He? yeah. But, but I presume you didn't pick the movie purely for James Corden. No, didn't even know who was in it. Didn't even know. Didn't even know all these people were doing the voice acting. I just knew it was this cute kid. I thought we were just going to go and see a cute kids film. Wasn't for me. Yeah. And I went along just thinking, oh well, it'll be fun. No, it, it's piqued, piqued I, my it interest. Kept me. It yeah. kept me yeah. all the way through. It's yeah. beautiful. Mm. It's bright colours. Yeah. It's fun. It's the best family film of the year. I, I was yeah. about to say, did Amy Lee fun. Lee Yes, you fun. loved it. Because because yeah. Timberlake does the music <laughs> production Maxine's side of the song. Really, right. So oh, yeah. I didn't realise that had come from the song that can't stop the music right. song that mm. is everywhere. I didn't realise that had come from this, mm. and I thought, oh, they've shoehorned that on the end because it's Justin Timberlake. But there was a whole connection there yeah, that I didn't okay. realise. So for me, if we're talking about fun, maybe obvious to some, not to others. Trolls ticked that box. Yeah. You, you, you said it to me. I watched it. Yeah, it's, it's well worth it. Yeah, no, I mean, I was surprised when I saw like 
the reviews coming out are actually it's quite positive genuinely for it. Because yeah. it's so easy for us to write off films like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 How many times do you go and see something like that because your kids want yeah. to Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's tried. Yeah. And how mainstream it is and how all the toys are yeah. everywhere. Okay. It's dystopian. Yeah. Unexpected. Um, Rogue One, which for some reason I keep wanting to call Clone Club. Um, yeah, I know, I know everybody's gonna, most, most people out there would have gone and seen, um, Rogue One, and I'm not saying it's the best movie I saw all year, I don't think it has the originality of, uh, The Lobster, or High Rise, for example, but, for me, it's, it's not even a brilliant movie, I don't think the, the introduction of the characters were done particularly well, I did get the impression they were just ticking the boxes they got to in battle, but once it hits that hour mark, oh, yeah. it took me back to being a ten-year-old. Um, the point at which the rebel fleet all jump in from a jumping right oh. space at the same time. Favorite moment. Was, uh, it <laughs> was amazing. Favorite I, moment. I was ten years old again. He, absolutely, it's that moment when you jump on lights. I know exactly the moment, and you see all the fleet, yeah. and it's like your child in your bedroom. You've got all the toys. With your toys. Yeah, yeah, your mates come around. And he's got what he's got. One of those, you know, whatever the cruises and stuff and yeah absolutely uh, and I think I think that's the success of it and that's mm. what spoke to me so much it was just like in your bedroom playing yeah, toys yeah. I think we all did it's a fan Star film Wars figures. you think yeah. it's, 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 it's made by a fan of Star Wars absolutely and I think that's again for me that's why it appealed because it felt like it fit into that world mm. it wasn't like this is a movie with Star Wars in the title this was a Star Wars movie mm. this was the rebels fighting the Empire again it felt authentic it felt like it belonged in that world do you, do you think it, do you think, I mean, I think Force Awakens was the same with this, but do you, I think more so Rogue One, do you think it plays too heavy on the fact that, uh, uh, it plays too heavy on what's come before it? It and did that's so, so yes. important. It, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's fan service. Yeah, 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 yeah. it only exists yeah. in context. It doesn't have any particular stage to it if you haven't seen the films that go before and yeah. the films that go mm. after. If you don't know where the journey started or where mm. the journey's going, it doesn't. It wouldn't necessarily draw you in, but it plays on the fact that you know Star Wars. Mm. It plays on the fact that you know Darth Vader's a badass, and you know Darth Vader's not going to stop because he's got the plan to get the Star. Do you think it enhances um, A New Hope, or Star Wars, as always? I don't think it matters. Mm. I think there were just some really, to what goes, like I said, after the hour mark, there were some really great action yeah. pieces. And I think it was it. Was in, 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 <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. First um, I, I think it was a great kind of, in retrospect, it was a great sort of send off to Carrie Fisher. Yeah, no, yeah, in it, it's, it, it's a shame they're going to ruin it for episode. It's a shame it was really shitty yeah. CGI though. Well, not no, shitty. No, that's no, wrong. That's on first. That's on first. That's on first. Even Dobby Cushing. I thought no. Well, this is Dobby Cushing. Yeah, it was quality. Dobby Cushing. Yeah, did not take you out of it though. No, yeah, it did. See, it took me out of it after the first couple of appearances of Peter Cushing. The first time I saw him, his reflection in the glass, that, that was, was okay. cool, yeah, that yeah. was great. Mm-hmm. But the more and more I saw of him. But it didn't derail my fun. No. Um, it was it was a great, I really enjoyed. And even the bit when they were trying to climb up that tower to get the broadcast mm-hmm. signals. Mm-hmm. I knew what was going on, mm-hmm. I knew the eventual mm-hmm. end of it. But the tension was wonderful and I really, really enjoyed it. And I'm really looking forward to seeing it again. That, that scene with Darth Vader. When he feels all oh, over yeah. his shoulders. That was yeah. amazing. I don't, I don't buy Darth Vader couldn't have stopped him all we wanted to. But no. that aside, it was still fun. It was fun. I mean, I, I think it does actually add a bit more to Star Wars now. I mean, if you la- go watch it straight away, yeah, yeah, you know what's just happened. Yeah, it, They had the problem that episode three had for the end of the Sith. If you go in and you know what's going to happen. 
Yeah. Well, I, th- I think yeah. they added. But we I don't think we knew we yeah. knew it was going to tag in right to the end of the mm. of the new film. I don't think we knew that. I think we know how episode three was going to end. Mm. And I think we know they're going to get the plans of the Death Star and mm. oh, kind of it. And yeah. I would also love to see more of the Jedi Holy City. I well, which was one that the whole kind of crushed. That's crushed coming. Statues. That's coming. Jeddah. 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 Uh, I, th- I think you you're gonna see that in yeah episode eight or nine. So yeah, and it went, did it didn't reinvent the wheel, but it, it felt like it existed. I, I think it has some of the best action sequences on Star Wars films, generally. That in that in fight scene on the beach is amazing. Absolutely, amazing. and even the space battles, I think it. And even though the Death Star was there, it didn't feel like when they when they ran the their spaceships into the Star Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Sorry, <laughs> you were gonna say something. I apologize. It was it was going back to. Um, Double cushion. <laughs> Only in that because I'm such a, a noob with the whole Star Wars. Yeah. I'm not really okay. So I'm, I've said it before in, in not as versed in Star Wars as we are. Not as versed. I haven't watched it lots, and I'm not the massive fan. Rogue One for me, out of everything, was mm, one of the best, probably the best. Good. Mm. Going to the cushing point, I didn't even realise, not that he'd died, but just that that was CGI. Yeah. And until he went, he was going, uh, I say he, Mr. Wood, was going, oh, oh. and I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? He's dead. I'm like, oh, I was like, that looks real. And uh, when he broke the magic, <laughs> then I could tell. You're a but, bastard, you worked for the Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, I genuinely thought yeah, that I, was I, real. Yeah, I've heard that I comment. I genuinely thought yeah, that was real. Yeah, for a few real. people, yeah. Like and that's kids, me being like, oh, I don't it's know. It's like, you know, kids who didn't grow up with the original trilogy sure. and stuff and seeing them, they didn't realise it was a CGI character. I would say as well, Darth Vader's Sith castle on the volcano. Oh, oh, oh well, yes, 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 yes. He, you know, that's like, dark. That's May I just say, yeah. did Darth Vader sound like he had more of an accent? Yeah, his voice was a I think as he gets older, he's got to be in You know, because James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones, it was his voice, but I was like, he's gone a little bit straight. Oh, God, I hate maybe, maybe he had a, he had a heavy cold that day, you know? <laughs> Darth yeah, he's walking around in the cold lots. His delivery is slightly off. I think yeah. Yeah. in yeah. the way he walks and stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nit, nitpicking. And nit, it also, just very briefly, it gives it gives me hope. A new hope. A new hope. hope. It gives me a new hope for um, any other spin-off movies they do as well. Yes. I, yes, yeah, I mean yes. the Han Solo one. I think is going to be great. Solo, solo. The Han Solo, solo <laughs> <Yeah>. movie is <laughs> is going to be grand. Yeah. Okay. To wrap up this category, then we've made our arguments. Who do we think had the best one? Are we not allowed to vote for our own then? Just so you have to vote for someone else who's not involved. Yes. In which case, then I'll put the first one out, and my vote goes in for Kubo and the Two Tones. I'll say Kubo. Yeah, I would two. say Kubo as well because it's had yeah. a lot of good things. I'm looking forward to watching. I would probably say thinking about it now, Rogue One. Clunk, I mean, I've not seen, I've not seen Trolls, and I've not seen Lights Out. No, think about it. Rogue One actually was probably the most fun I had. Like such a horrible year for films, which it has been. Yeah. we've all made four. Yeah. we've all chosen four different films, and yeah. we've all yeah. very passionate about. Yeah. it. Yeah. Just to add, I've got a couple of nominations that we had on the uh, on Facebook. We had uh, Nice Guys that got a couple oh, of votes. Oh, yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah quick you five fun. And uh, someone unfortunately chose Captain America. I can't see why. And, uh, that, was, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was definitely a lot of fun. That was Sam Radford, so we called him out on that. And uh, Victoria Sparrow chose High Rise as well, which I know is a family girl's misdestined. I really want to see that. 
It's not a fun film. It's not an easy watch. Mm. But, um, with, yeah, I'm, so you know what? I, I, I'm just going to change my vote. It doesn't matter now. But I would actually say Civil War was probably the most fun I had at the time. Amazing. So, best cinema experience goes to. Keep on the choose wings. Keep on okay. the So, the next award we'll go for is the Dude What Happened Award. For formerly great career, now in the doldrums. Would you like me to start off? Katie to start. Okay. Um, I actually found this category really hard mm. because I kept naming people <laughs> and then it's like, but they haven't had much of a career for a very long, yeah. very, very long time. Or was that really a career that was going anywhere in the first mm. place? This is a conversation we had today, wasn't it? Um, so, I had to really think hard, and I eventually came to Sasha Baron-Cohen. Ooh. Ooh. Um, and the reason why was Grimsby. Bridget! <laughs> Who the hell are you? Your brother! Took me 28 years, and I finally found you! Oh, my God. Mr. Stewart, your nomination? My nomination, I'm going to go to TV for this one. Oh. Um, well, I want to go for Samma Blair. She popped up oh, in yeah. The People versus O.J. Simpson. Not The People versus Larry Flint. I was no. very careful not to make that mistake. <laughs> um, but yes. Okay, okay. Blair. You're going to say this case is all about race? Yes, because it is. Do you think he did it? She was terrified of him. Um, I have gone for, controversial, DC and Warner Brothers. Oh! You were never a god! You were never even a man! And I have chosen Alex Proyas. Oh! Is that a storm? There's no clouds. That's hunters riding their pets. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But Katie, your argument first. Okay. Well, basically, uh, may I swear? Yes. Grimsby yeah. was shit. Fucking awful. Shit. <laughs> In the capital. Shit. Yeah. It, uh, um, and I think someone that for quite a long time in popular culture has. Um, remained on the edge of things and been quite good. You know, every film he's done, they seem to do really well. Mm. And I think he's obviously thought, okay, I'll pick a completely different character, but kind of stick to the same, yeah. I'll shock everybody mm. kind of thing. Grimsby was just <laughs> dire. And I know that some people would disagree. Well, you could say that about every film, couldn't you? That people will always disagree. Yeah. But it was just dreadful. And he was, they just didn't think feel like there was any thoughts behind the characters like oh what's the most shocking thing i can do uh and then do that and then oh, and move some kind of story along i've not seen it but it oh. kind of strikes me that oh, all i know as well is, is the scene with the elephants which yes. i know oh, i've heard in detail yeah yeah but it, it, strong, it strikes me that he's yes. playing such a broad kind of character though it's very very caricature of you know a northern kind of football kind of but then people Bam. should be insulted. Yeah, that's what, what I'm yeah. They should be absolutely well, that's insulted. Well, I mean, it's not accurate. 
that that is the impression he wants. Like, mm. Obviously, it's a caricature, and you could mm. say that of Borak, didn't you? That people mm. from where's Borak meant to be? Well, it's made up. It's actually real. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bottom line is <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> what the hell has happened, dude? Well, he always makes very interesting choices. Being the past one has, he turned up in um, Tim Burton's. Oh yeah, swing time. Swing time. Yeah, he was good in that. Well, yeah. He was all right in Hugo. I was mean, he in yeah. Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, he, yeah. Was. he was. Well, the sequel. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad because he was in line to play Freddie Mercury, and I think he'd be yeah. amazing. I think he would be very good, but Queen pushed it back. Well, then turn it around yeah. and do it. And well, no, because yeah. he wants to do it, but he wanted to to just be about Freddie Mercury, and he wanted to be Warts and all. And Queen were like, no, we, yeah. we want it to be halfway. It's about Freddie up to the point he dies. And yeah. And then the rest of it is about Queen yeah. surviving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Nobody wants to watch that film. <laughs> <laughs> no. Exactly. Uh, Mr. Stu, um, Selma Blair. Selma Blair was really kind of big in the end of the 90s. Uh, she was in quite a few different films, even as late as sort of like The Golden Army, Hellboy. Yeah. She was considered oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Now, it's, it's no insult to her that she popped up in The People vs. O.J. Simpson. No. It's a very good TV show with lots of very good actors. But she had such a small part in it. <laughs> and I can, I can imagine sure. it, if if her kind of style was a bit brighter, she would have given one she wouldn't have settled for such a small role maybe. Mm. I don't know. I just, I just felt it was somewhat of a fall from grace when you've got people like David Schwimmer and even John Travolta and people in the same show mm. and have much bigger parts. Yeah. It's that trouble of getting the actors in their forties getting substantial roles. Well yeah, I mean that's the thing, is it is it more the industry? Mm. I would say that Sarah Paulson in the same TV show. Yeah. yeah. Really, she's, she's a great performance. Her career's on the up, isn't it? Um, mm. She has one of the main parts in it. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, I just felt it was very telling that she had gone for a bit yeah. of part in a Ryan Murphy production as opposed to another endless movie. Good point, my mate. Darius? Yeah, so, um, who did I go for again? Oh, DC Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, all right, I'll keep this short. Um, yeah, what's going on? Yeah. You know, the, the thing is, even if you... And as we know, Mr. Wood, you, you like Batman versus Superman. Um, I you gotta admit, they're not really hitting that. Oh, it's a terrible film. Yeah. I just enjoyed it. Yeah. So you enjoyed it. And <laughs> I think it was entertaining. I just don't think DC and Warner Brothers are basically following in Marvel's shadow. They shouldn't they shouldn't repeat, obviously they shouldn't try and copy what Marvel's done. But they're making so many bad choices. I mean, both Suicide Squad and um, Batman vs. Superman, I think it was just <laughs> god-awful. Suicide Squad was slightly better than Batman vs. Superman. Really? Slightly. I am saying slightly. But, um, but, you know... Only because it's shorter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically it's shorter. There's a few elements I liked more in that. I mean, there's stuff I like about Batman vs. Superman, but the point is, they've got these properties. They could, they could knock out the park. They could get the really talented directors in and writers, like Marvel do, mm. nurture it, and you know, bring these films out because I, you know, the Marvel films, yeah, they're, they're always they're probably not the most creative things sometimes, and they do they are a bit template, but they, they know what they're doing, and I think they give talent time to develop. Now, you can only see it recently with the director of The Flash dropping out, yes, you know, well, second, many, yeah, second yeah. director of The Flash dropping yeah. out. I'm waiting to be offered The Flash, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the call's coming, good, but then they're also gonna, so. they're gonna rewrite the script, which is by. Um, Bill Lord and yeah. Chris Miller yeah, he's yeah, on the yeah. Lego, Lego movie, movie 21 Jump Street Hansa yeah. these films which you know are, are 
you know, critical success and box office success, they're tailing that script and completely rewriting it. And this is like the film is supposed to come out like next year or something. That's yeah, something. Yeah, happening. absolutely. There's that, and then there's the rumors of Wonder Woman not that particularly been great. And I'm yeah, you just get your shit it's together. It's gonna die death before they they really get to that end game. That's the risk. Oh, and Ben yeah. Affleck now not directing. Yeah, you can't help think that's down to pressure. I actually think that's the worst choice on his part. Yeah, if the movie's panned, he's got that little bit of distance. But don't you feel maybe he's feeling that pressure because they, they're asking for the script I think and they, they're pushing and pushing for the film to come out well, what, think, what they did to David Ayer and Suicide Squad Precisely. I wouldn't put anything past no. them no. these need to get their shit together but anyway cool Mr Wood yes my one now I'm hoping I'm pronouncing the surname right Alex Poyas mm. yeah. now 2016 as we've said many many times was a horrible horrible year for films particularly, particularly blockbusters now it's easy to choose a Batman, Superman, Suicide Squad, even an Independence Day as the worst film that you saw for the year. For me, none of them even came close. <laughs> the worst film I saw this year was mm. Gods of Egypt. Mm. Ah. Which was, yeah. <laughs> Gem, mm. Gerard Butler and uh, the Kingslayer from Game of Thrones playing giant Egyptian gods in a film that was horrible CGI horribly acted Gerard Buller didn't even bother to change his accent <laughs> so he's a Scottish Egyptian god every actor in this film is white <laughs> being in Egypt and who who is the anyone who's watched this film and please don't <laughs> this film is not aimed at anybody and who would be the director of this film Alex Proyas oh, he's supposed to look terrible yeah this, this was a guy who back in the day directed The Crow Dark directed City. Dark City right. directed iRobot all I'm going to say yeah Dark City was 98 yes yes it's but he's still young he's only in his 50s he's made iRobot since then yeah mm. Is knowing, knowing. Yeah, yeah, knowing. I don't mind knowing. Yeah. But I mean, this was a guy who had the same woman that's coming up through at the same time as David Fincher, yeah. who had a lot of potential. Yeah. And for whatever reason, it's, he's never really he did grabbed he make, hold of it. Did he make a um, Philip K. Dick one as well? With, um, that's Nicholas uh, Cage. Uh, no, not Nicholas Cage. Oh, I can't remember. I think oh, Paycheck. Do, I think, yeah, Paycheck. No, no he didn't do that. He's, he's only made a few major films. So he's done, yeah, he's done so Gods of Egypt, Knowing, yeah. iRobot. Well, this, this, is a, this is a guy with real, who yeah. had so much promise and potential. And it's like, say, so he's still young. He's only in his yeah. 50s. And he directed what was, for me, in a sea of shit. He was the worst film I saw of the year. And for what it's I'm worth... I'm so glad you've reminded me of that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awful. Just, just, just as a quick insight into the recording process, Mrs. Wood has that look on her face like she's heard this rant one too many times before. <laughs> no, she's not No, I think she's having flashbacks. I think that's what it is. <laughs> getting, she's I, having I'm flashbacks. Uh, traumatised again by the memory of this film. <laughs> and now you've, you've brought to... Because I was like, Alex who? Mm. It, it mm. wasn't in my... Memory to remember, I couldn't remember him, but anyway, this film dreadful. I agree, yeah, really. It's, it's, oh, <laughs> it's, it's horrible. Awful. horrible awful. film. Thank you, slash. I don't forgive you. So, to wrap this one up, then who we uh, will go for the nomination. So, Katie, who are you voting for? Alex Proyas, okay. Mr. Stowe? I can't lay the boot into a movie that I've not seen, so I'm, I'm <laughs> going to have to say the Darius and his DC things. I think it was all over the place. Uh, I think I'll go with, yeah, Alex Poyas, based on the fact that 
yeah, his, his career's going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. Don, Don, and uh, yeah, Dark City Dark was such a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know, I, I bought that on VHS when it first came out. It still stands off. It does. I got, I got, yeah. I got the director's cut as well. It's yeah. amazing. It's still amazing. And just for the record, I'd have gone Sasha Van Gogh. I think I think he's got. I still think he's got potential. Mm. I mean, well, I think he, he, I, so I think right. he's. A, I think he's a good actor. He's very intelligent. Yeah. He, he can be funny. Yeah. And I think in the right role, that's why I want to see him in Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Yeah. He would have. He would have done it. Yeah, if, he, if he did it, but he's not. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It's Ben Win, uh, Winshaw now. He it? might be the one out of all of them that can bring it back. I think so. But currently, yeah. based on based that, on that, that's a career ender. The winner, therefore, is Alex Proyas. Unfortunately, he'll be here. Makes it. Don't say he's said he'll be here. Give it a year or two, he'll be here. He's the host. He's here. We'll be buying pizza first. So, just to add in, we got uh, again a few nominations from Facebook. We had uh, Christopher Walken, who did a cameo in Eddie the Eagle, and uh, again he's been. No, that was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah, a bunch of coffees. Yeah, I, I got the rant the morning after. Yeah, <laughs> not the best. But also we had uh, Robert De Niro, Dan Carter suggested for Dirty Grandpa. Yeah, yeah, which can again imagine. we can agree. And uh, Victoria Sparrow, uh, Chloe Moretz for Neighbours Two. Again, oh, I can really? see her career turning around. But yeah, she's yeah. questionable choices this year. It's not yeah. been a good yeah. year. Hit go at school. Yes. Oh, kick ass too. It's a better name. The next category we're going for is the Stephen Bolden Award for where the hell did that performance come from? And we will start with Mr. Steve. Again, I'm going to have to draw on TV. Um, but I will say, I'm going to draw on TV. I saw Brendan Fraser pop up in The Affair. I, I turned this loose into straight actor role. Um, Brendan oh. Fraser in The Affair. So, uh, can I help you? What do you want from me, man? Are you trying to kill me? No. Now, I don't watch The Affair on a weekly basis. I couldn't tell you currently what's going on. It's into its third season. But I have seen the pilot, and I do catch it when the wife watches it occasionally. It's really well written, really well acted. And Brendan Fraser in a serious role, which I thought was... Like, in our household, I'll give you an example. In our household, Brendan Fraser is known for Fairy Vengeance. Yeah, George of the Jungle. Or, George yeah. or a California Man. Yeah. Oh, great yeah. film, yeah. yeah. Uh, Back in the day, you know. Mummy. The Mummy, yeah, of course. Mummy. Him, him and Paulie Shaw kind of rising stars on the same yeah. level. But no, uh, yeah, he, so was the, traffic, he, was, he was in traffic as well. He was in traffic. No, he was in Crash. Crash. Oh, he, God. I, uh, I, I think yeah, he might have been. Oh, I can't watch Crash. Oh. It's, it's one of those yeah, films. He was like the Mr. Sonic. But yeah, so yeah, basically, um, I've not seen him in some years in anything serious. Mm. I've seen him in that. It's, it's, not, it's not an amazing part, but he does it well. Good. Derek, your nomination? Yeah, so um, Chris Pine. Chris Pine in Hell or High Water. Oh. Now, we'll come back to why in a minute. Oh, yeah, we'll so. The nomination. Yeah, My nomination for the, uh, I'll say, where did that performance come from, is Chris Pine. It's a big bang. It's too big. That's what she said. Now they can foreclose on Friday. So come hell or high water, get the money to the bank on Thursday. And then you are free and clear. 
I feel like some alarms should go off. Yeah. Like, yeah. we can, we can, lights have been flashing. You know what that means? We can save some time. <laughs> so, Katie. Well, it seems pointless now, but I'm going to say Emily Blunt, the girl on the train. Oh, okay. I used to watch this perfect couple. They were the embodiment of true love. Mr. Stewart, want to I'm carry on with your fairy vengeance? No, uh, yeah, I've had my fairy vengeance. <laughs> um, I, yes, I, I didn't expect him to see him in a show that's as well written as directed yeah. as The Affair. And from the little I've seen of him, he seems to be holding his own. But do you think that's something that's a great thing about television at the moment? Because we are a great age of television. Really yeah, actors are. can find Te- Television career. is no longer the knock. You know? no. Television is no longer the art oh, no. to last or gone to television. Yeah. Televisions where people take on chances yeah. mm. and revitalise careers. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, strange things. Oh, that could have been another nomination. Uh, yeah, well, let's do this. <laughs> this. This is great because uh, I didn't really have much to say here. But uh, no, I, I just found, I mean, it's a fantastic film. If anyone's not watched it, I'm so pleased it's got nominated for Best Picture. Mm. But it's a beautiful, beautiful, great, um, oh, tense, oh, kind of, not. it's not a Western necessarily, but it's like more modern kind it's of Western, Western, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. modern Western. Um, Jeff Bridges kind of. Brooklyn Mountain's a Western. Yeah, Western. yeah, yeah. So but it's modern it, man. But the thing is, I mean, all the actors in it are fantastic. But, uh, ben Foster, actually, yeah, who Biden. who comes he in, has an award he has an award named, named after him, yeah. is fantastic. And and Jeff Bridges are, are fantastic. No, two great actors, and Chris Pine does hold hold his own mm. against them. Now, Chris Pine, for those you might not know the name, is Captain Kirk in the new. So let's say such a departure from Kirk. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he's. I think he's always been likable, yes. and he's got he's got he's got charm. But I thought in this film he had charisma. He was. He kind of oozed this kind of I don't know um, this angst, this kind of inner turmoil that was going on with him because mm. he, he felt like a character. It felt like a character who was basically he could peel the onion. Yeah, he could peel the onion. He was kind of his brother was out there. His brother, you know, Ben Foster's character was basically you know all guns blazing, yeah, fucking yeah. loose cannon. But it, with him, you can feel it's there, it's underneath. You could relate with him. But also, all that is underneath him, and at any point, that can kind of be un- unleashed. But he's got a job to do. He's got. A, there's a reason he's doing this. Not to give too much away, but he's trying to. Um, he's robbing his banks for a reason, and yeah, I think he just yeah. used yeah. it. Goddamn sexy man as well. Got <laughs> sex. Maybe he's through. And uh, just to, just, <laughs> just to add to that, and I think a, a lot of actors go into like two categories as your leading men, your Tom Cruises, mm. your George Clooney's, and then as your character actors, your Johnny Depp's and your Brad Pitt's, for example. And um, I've always found Chris Pine has been a, a very good leading actor. Again, good in Star Trek. He was in the... Um, the train I couldn't stop. What was that one? Unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> the same with like Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. He's uh, just yeah. a varying level of cocky, cocksure, mm. uh, which he does very well. And... Doesn't push yeah. him, does it? And like, it doesn't no. put, doesn't stretch. I've, I've never seen him being stretched as an actor, and this was quite a difficult role. Mm. And also, we start started watching quite a bit of a film called The Finest Hours. Oh yes, yeah. and uh, he was very good in that very, as well. Very right? good. So um, very yeah, good. he in space of one year has managed to impress me with two performances, both very different to what he's. Uh, to I what think he's done before. I think it's a thing. I think Johnny Depp kind of had this because he was the pretty boy. Mm. and Brad Pitt as well the yeah. pretty boys and they then step they step away from that and they yeah. do do these characters I mean Johnny Depp's gone <laughs> but I mean, he had a run yeah. of some yeah. great yeah. films yeah. he yeah. made but it, it took someone 
uh, like Tim Burton. Yeah. Tim Burton to yeah take yeah. that mm-hmm. yeah. or David or David Fincher or someone like David Fincher with Chris. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 the wheels fell off it. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal as well, yeah, someone who, you oh, know, no. but he's, oh, you know what I mean, anyway, but oh, yeah. Oh, there was, yeah. there were yeah. other people. Sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm sticking with my choice of Emily Blunt, Girl on the Train, because when thinking about this, where the hell did that performance come from? Because I'm so used to seeing her in a romantic role or a feisty role, or uh, she was in, um, oh... Sakaria, mm. which yes. was amazing. I, I loved. Amazing so I liked Sakaria. I didn't think she was anything special. No, no. Mm. Uh, but the character was supposed to be quite understated and, and quiet. Yeah. and and yeah. she was a listener. She was watching. She was caught she up was, in that world. Well, Sakaria, yeah. She, we were very which much on Sakaria? board. Yeah. yeah. Hello, fact-checking monkey here again. It was actually released in 2015 when Emily Blunt played the character Kate Mesa. The Tom Cruise film. I should but I'm nominating her on the performance that she gave in Girl on the Train because this was very she's normally you know a pretty girl mm. and this she was an extremely damaged character and she did that so well and her vulnerability really did come across and I felt myself wanting to shake the uh, you know shake the cinema and oh why you know and and feel sympathy for her and though this the story is good i think it's mm. slightly overrated mm. everyone you know a lot of people talk about the book and everything and but her character in that film was fantastic so for me she had a performance that where did that mm. where did that come from and that was her no i mean i've read the book mm. um it's <laughs> yeah it's all right. <laughs> but you know, but that character is the best thing in the book, mm. and you know, on the page you can kind of see with the right actress that this is going to come alive, and it's a such a flaw. It basically that book is about four people who are horrible, yes. horrible <laughs> people yes. doing yes. horrible things yes. to yes. each other. But she's the but one you can maybe feel most. You got you do uh, yeah. By the end you do sympathise mm. with it, but yeah. it's it's I can see the potential there for that. As a, that character, yeah. So yeah, the whole film is phenomenally well acted, and Emily Blunt yes. is never less than brilliant. She, I think all the way through, consistently, yeah. consistently, just like oh, God, yeah. just, just like, oh, you've got to grab her, yeah. Yeah. shake her. Yeah. So and and that's down to her act. That's Emily Blunt's acting. I good, feel good. in other hands, it wouldn't have been as good. Okay, so let's uh, based on those. <laughs> do we need to? Um, uh, Mr. Stewart, well, you two start, yeah. Sorry. Well, uh, yeah, I can't go for Chris Pine. Supposed to be loud. We're loud. I would probably say yeah, Emily Blunt because I can see the potential. And I haven't read the book. Mm. I'm going to go Chris Pine as well. I'll go Chris Pine based on another film that I've seen where he was playing mm. a role. It's a bit like Emily Blunt with the understated. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, winner of that one is. It's fine. Chris is actually here. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, you can't talk. He wants to send you his uh, tongue. His reward. Thank you. Thank you.
Facebook we have John Goodman from oh, Crunch Coffees yeah, yeah. from uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. And I just think he's a fantastic actor anyway, mm, so mm. I'm surprised that was nominated, just saying. Um, Sylvester Sloan Creed, unfortunately, doesn't count. Um, Pat, just because he's out at the time. You said that you hosted Pointless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had 78 for that one, so we can't do that. Uh, Patrick Stewart for Green Room. I thought he was nothing special. I don't think he was anything No, that's from Dan Carpenter, so oh, sorry, Dan. Sorry, Dan. I like sorry, Dan. Dan. But Victoria Sparrow also chose Chris Pine. Oh, really? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh. Victoria, come on, Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> have a drink on us, Christo- Victoria. Christine. <laughs> Dave, Steve, Dave, <laughs> Graham, whatever, whatever you're going by today. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next one. We have the Matthew McConaughey Award Ooh. for Career Revival. Oh, I like this. Okay. So, who starts last time? It was Mr. Stu starts last time. So, Darius. Yeah, um, I'm going to go for probably an obvious choice, but Ryan Reynolds. You know, he's kind Deadpool of come back. Yeah, Deadpool. Really? Yeah, well. He's you not know, momentum, I guess. No, but he, he's he's kind of he's come back. As in terms of career revival. Oh, hello. I know, right? Whose balls did I have to fondle to get my very own movie? I can't tell you, but it does rhyme with Pulverine. So uh, for myself, I've chosen Ryan Reynolds. Hey, hey high five! Oh, <laughs> hey, could you please stop this did I leave the stove on? Well, no, we can still turn around because they can still... Yeah, just have a good argument and it'll go for you, so Katie... If you say Ryan Reynolds, I'm going to get very upset. No, I've just got blank, guys. Somebody else. Say Ryan Reynolds, say Ryan Reynolds. My nomination is Sam Neill. Oh! That's my choice! Yeah! My five, my five! Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a fight to the death. Mama told me to tell you that you should give me something to do. Is there anything you want me to do? Yeah. Leave me alone. Okay, Darius, you start the argument. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, I, I do think Deadpool was a masterpiece. A lot of people seem to love it a lot more than I do. But um, you've got to give credit to the guy because he fought for that film to be made. He's, yeah. you know, he, he fought for it tooth and nail. And, and you know, Green Lantern, you know. <laughs> uh, and then he was stopped. Oh. I think we should do the podcast one time where we actually sit and watch Green Lantern. So we think you're angry again. I've never watched it. I've never watched it. Me and you will watch Green Lantern and I will just yeah, scream over the top of it. It's oh, not yeah. great. It's not great. But he, he's been kind of stuck doing like, you know, romantic comedies and like really Anything shitty kind of thing. Really. Anything you get. And yeah. he, he pushed for this, didn't he? he? He was like one of the driving forces behind getting yeah. this made, producer mix, you know, and so on. And he wanted it to be R-rated, etc., etc. They took a risk and it paid off, and they made a shit ton of money. There'll be a million sequels. Just yeah, just just to add to it as well, yeah. After the likes of R.I.P.D. threw the dice, it, it would be. He was going to pay for man. He was going to pay for man. Was it pay for man? No, pay for hero. Nicole Kidman. No, he was in the film when when he played a superhero. In my mind, nobody knows. I'll come back. I'll Google it. Darius is referring to the 2009 film Unlikely Hero, also known as Paperman in certain territories. It starred Jeff Daniels, Emma Stone, Ryan Reynolds, and Lisa Kudrow. I imagine my, my reason for Samuel, Samuel George, is to go. If I say something. Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Great film. Samuel in that film was awesome. And I, I'm, I'm trying to think of the last film I saw him in, apart from. 
uh, <laughs> watching Jurassic Park for the millionth time because we love Jurassic we Park. We do. Um, but before that, I was like, no. And when he cropped up in this film, I thought, oh, there he is. <laughs> and um, he's back. There he was, and he was very quiet. I'm assuming um, he. Let the, the well the the boy is the, the main part of it I feel well and their relationship, but he stepped back and played it subtly to have that whole relationship and how it bounced back and forth. Yeah. Um. And and that was it. It was just that he created a beautiful on-screen relationship through that film. I don't want to ruin the film. No, no, no. no. It, this is a film. It's going to be hard to argue against this. All, I would, all yeah. I would say, and this is probably my cynical frame of mind, but watching this movie, I was like, he's going to get a shitload of movie, mo- movies after this now. Yeah. I yeah. think I think this yeah. is casting back into like the limelight. You yes, know? yes. Which it should yes. do. Well, to be fair, he, he, really he was yeah. in uh, Peaky Blinders, and he has done quite a bit of TV. Yes, but I think this is very different, isn't it? This is a lot more mainstream. This yeah. This is a lot more sort of like uh, likeable characters, I think he could easily play grumpy old men into retirement now. Okay. He's in four. He's, He's in the next four film. Oh, right. Amazing. So, mm. so this is tricky. Yeah. So, who, uh, Darius, who uh, are you voting for out of those? Am I, are we allowed to vote for? The are same we? One? Are we going yeah, to go? Uh, no, it's can vote 50, for, 50, if it, it goes 50 50, you'll go down to the toss of the coin because that's the way we roll. Okay, should we check who's actually here? Sam here. Sam. Sam. <laughs> no, he's in New Zealand. Oh. Uh, I have convinced you enough. No, no, I, 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 no, I love that film. I absolutely adored it. Um, do I think it's necessarily a career revival? I don't think it is because I think he's consistently been a great actor, and he has done, like, say, television work, *Peaky Blinders*. He's great in that. So I'm gonna have to say it's Ryan Reynolds. Because I think he's come back from worse. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think Sam Neill ever was that that bad. I have no particular hate for Ryan Reynolds. Um, Green Lantern was awful. I didn't particularly like Deadpool, but I have seen him in a lot. Mm. I like him. Um, but that said, <clears throat> I do think this movie will bring Sam Neill a lot more sort of box office. It will bring him back to a lot more sort of mainstream movies. Because I'm afraid my vote is for Sam Neill. No what? Just reiterating what Mr. Steve said, really. Um, Ryan Reynolds has been pretty Hollywood made. Okay, so we didn't like it, or it's just crap that he's been there. That's the champagne, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is celebrating the exploding Ryan, Ryan, not one yet. Whereas for me, I, you know, you're saying about Peaky Blinders and all that. That's all on TV. For me, if we're talking film. Not seen him in a while. Not seen him in a while. Yeah, Hoping to see him again yeah. soon. So, Mr. Wood? Sam Neill. Uh, Sam Neill, I'm afraid. I have had my vote changed, and Ooh. I'm actually going to go for Sam Neill. Jeez, no, traitor. This is, uh, <laughs> this is a man who appreciates Harmony at home, I can yeah. tell. That's what, <laughs> the Will of the People was my favourite film of the year by, by a clear film. distance. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think if we get to see more of Sam, I think Ryan Reynolds has done phenomenally well with Deadpool. I think now we'll probably, I would we'll be probably interested. get more I would Deadpool be interested movies. to see if Ryan Reynolds does anything beyond Deadpool. Exactly. Good, that's, good, that's good point. Good point. Yeah. And I think uh, with Sam Neill, any, any time you get him to get him on yeah. screen or something good, I think... Uh, yeah. I don't so. want to do Ryan Reynolds down, though, because no. him, no. him getting that film running yeah. and, yeah. and the com- press he put into it and everything... Yeah. And complimentary coffees chose Ryan Reynolds as well. Ryan, yeah. Ryan, stop, don't, don't cry. Ryan. <laughs> You'll be good. You'll get a paycheck for Deadpool 2. It'll be fine. Oh, yeah, he's just realised yeah. how much money he made. Yeah. <laughs> he's happy again. <laughs> he's making money while he's sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, what did Facebook say? So, um, Facebook for that one, we, we had Michael Shannon. 
Mm. Yes, um, uh, nocturnal oh. animals. Um, I'll come back to that. It was up for the Oscar. Yeah. Queer revival, maybe? No, yeah, yeah. I beg to differ. We'll come back to that. Who's um, that? That was Sam Radford, and Dan Carter said uh, Jeremy Irons for Batman v Superman. Oh, Daniel, you've never oh. been so wrong. <laughs> I, I think he. I think he Dan, did. we used to go on so well. I think, he, on I think he was decent in that role. Yeah, I have no. It's a different take on it. And uh, Victoria Spire chose um, Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I know, a film I want to see, but I've yeah. not yet seen. Okay, next okay, so, nice. the next one is the Ben Foster Ooh. Award for uh, Great Performance in a Terrible Film. I think I'll start the nominations with this one. I am going for, I think this will be a popular one, Margot Robbie in Suicide Squad. <laughs> Bad guys, it's what we do. <laughs> preach, brother, preach. Oh, you both got the same. I voted Margot Robbie in Suicide Squad. Oh, my God. Can I just say, I did this independently from Mr. Wood. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We've all done this independently. Me, me and Mr. Wood, we haven't discussed this at all, have we? No. We so you've all, you've all chosen Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. And I, I will note as well, Sam Radford noted on a Facebook, he said Margot Robbie as he well. He did indeed, and we, yes. And I felt kind of bad because he'd said it, but God no. Margot all right, Robbie. well. If something's that obvious. And Sorry it, to yeah. the trend, <laughs> but I've gone for Ben Affleck in Batman vs Superman. Did you get it? Rock. Tell me, do you bleed? You will. As a counter argument, we did say terrible film. Daniel Carpenter, which I thought was a good point, he actually mentioned um, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah, no, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, um, All right, you guys, then go on. <laughs> Gang up on me. I'm not even saying she was amazing. I think she was oversexual. We've had this conversation on the We've podcast. We've done this on the podcast. So we'll keep this very brief. I think she was the best of a bad lot. Yeah. Moving yes. forward, I think this is what Warner Brothers well, will carry on. Mm. Instead of doing Suicide Squad 2, yeah. they, they have the only good thing out of that film, yeah. they're, they're spinning off and doing their own. Yeah. And to be fair, she owned that role. I yes. couldn't imagine anyone else doing it. I think you're right in that she gave the best performance she could with the material. Well, it's a film mm. that managed to balls up the Joker. Precisely, and I think she did. She did a great job in that. And, and in yeah. terms of image and everything, and I can't make an iconic, iconic yeah. screen absolutely. image. Absolutely, this role. Was Some of the jokes were god awful. Yeah, I'm not, oh, yeah. but that was more to the direction yeah, the and right, the writing. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not saying yeah. she was perfect. No, no. I'm no, saying no, no. she but, was. Role uh, wasn't but I think she did the no, best of what she I had, think yeah. she was the right person for the right for that role at yeah, that time. Right but time. it was mishandled. Horribly, horribly written role. Yeah. Since we've all chosen, I could just say because Dan did mention Gal Gadot. I thought Dal Gal Gadot was very good in Batman vs Superman. I quite liked Affleck as well. Yeah, I didn't agree with the character choices, but what he did with the material. Yes, yeah, the thing. I think I think Ben Affleck gets a lot of shit thrown in, but I think he, he was the bomb in Phantom Zone. In what? <laughs> in Phantom? <laughs> in what? <laughs> Which is quite a fit. It's, 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 it's a fitting quote. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You lost. You, he's he's lost me. Yeah. He's lost me. Uh, but no, I think I think Affleck did a really good job as Batman. I mean, he um, I think he, he did well with the material. Yeah. Again. Yeah. yeah it's it, yeah. it's yeah. it's been the the decisions that he made as Batman. I don't necessarily agree with. I don't agree and again, with I think they carried. I think they carried over to Suicide Squad. 
I yeah. thought he was quite good as Batman. I think, yeah, I think he was the best oh, yeah. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. He was better than Batman. Yes. Batman in I agree. I think in Suicide Squad, he, Again, he gave the best Batman performance. Yeah. Before, but, so. but yeah, I think, I think I, I've think i got but high I, hopes. I don't think any of us disagree with No, I, don't, I mean, I don't yeah. overly disagree with you guys yeah. either, but isn't it interesting that the, t- the two terrible films we can think of are yeah. Suicide Squad and, and, and Batman, and Batman yes. I think that's very talented. And I've, I've got a feeling we're going to come back to them, but I digress. Mm. Keep going. Anyway, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't got really got much to say, so I think... Well, I even in something like Independence Day, there's not one good performance in no. that whole film, so I can't say they yeah. were good and there was nothing. No. Well, I think nothing I, I think Affleck stuff. is right for the part, and I think he did show that. Uh, and nobody cho- nobody chose Henry Cavill. What's up with that? Uh, yeah. he's, he's not a good actor. He's not a good actor. No charisma. He's banned. No. He was banned in Britain, to be fair to him. But still, yeah. uh, we've t- discussed that before. Yeah. I'm sticking with Margot Robbie. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Jesse Eisenberg. So. What's going on? Oh no, 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 What's the love? What's the love for a is that okay. is there an awful terrible performance in an okay yep. film? No, no, no. It's Jesse Let's just move on. <laughs> so, for me, my vote is still Margot Robbie because I think Ben Affleck yeah. was good mm. in an okay film. I also yeah. think Affleck's going to have more than enough excuses to redeem himself as we move on. So I've got a feeling he's going to be yeah. the best thing in Justice League. I'll go for Margot Robbie as well. Margot Robbie, well, yeah. she, she was like my third choice, I think. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was my first choice, but I thought too obvious. It's so obvious that okay. it's, it's got to be. Anybody um, else mention anything interesting on Facebook? Uh, well, nothing, well, we've had, I see, Sam Radford, Margot Robbie, and Dan Carpenter went for Gal Gadot, we've mm-hmm. mentioned. Victoria Sparrow chose Amy Adams for Arrival. Now, she, oh, I, believe she, I believe she didn't enjoy Arrival. I know, some oh. people didn't, so we won't hold that against you, you're wrong. Um, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, Confidential Coffee's chose Chris Hemsworth in Ghostbusters. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. No, I thought Chris Hemsworth in Ghostbusters was one of the better things in it. Uh, he a bit over the top in places, but I think he was he was funny. I'd, I'd like Definitely. him to stop doing comedy. No, I thought he was actually. I thought he had a great good. No, I thought he had. Just I thought. I thought. Just I thought, thought, yeah. play well, no, I thought no, I thought. No, I agree. I think he had good. Content. Okay, so well, let's settle. Yeah, Ben Foster awarded best film Margot Robbie. Is she here? <laughs> is she here, please? Okay, are, we oh. ready, are we ready to do the chameleon? <laughs> the chameleon award? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah? Yeah. We'll start with Ms. Wood on this one. Okay. So, the chameleon award for best perform- multiple performance from a single actor. Yeah, Ms. Wood. Following on from the controversial comment that Arrival was was bad, mm. I actually voted for uh, Amy Adams because mm. of her performances in Arrival and Not Killing Your Animals. Um, I'm going for Michael Shannon for his performances in Midnight Special and Not Killing Your Animals. Very good. Nice. I haven't actually got one. I'm going to have to skip this one, I'm afraid. That's fine, that's fine. We'll go for that. <laughs> <laughs> Make Put that on the clock. I've only watched one film, so yeah. I can't. <laughs> and I've actually gone for Chris Pine. For again, for finest hours, Star Trek, and uh, how high water. Okay. Mm. So, um, Ms. Wood, you want to start? Okay. Well, uh, Amy Adams. Let's not forget she was in Batman v Superman as well. She was. I'm gonna. Okay. 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 I had kind of forgotten that and put that to the back of my mind. <laughs> but it's we're talking about best multiple performances, and I picked mm. two films that she did that were fantastic. Yeah of 2016 so arrival she was just, 
just incredible. From beginning to end, she was acting her ass off. Um, and Nocturnal Animals, her part in that, how she kept that story moving forward. Okay, so she's not in all... I don't want to ruin Nocturnal Animals. Don't do it, don't do it. I want to watch it. It's not to say it's a great movie, But it was a great movie, and she plays it beautifully. Both actors... Both characters, sorry, in their own ways understated, mm. um, but two very different genres. Um, They're very versatile actors. If you yes. Think about, yeah. think about the Muppets movies. Then that's oh, incredible. Uh, what, I mean, Chanted, her is it which is uh, the yeah, first Chanted, time I ever yeah. saw Amy Adams on screen was Enchanted. <laughs> I was Enchanted. Hey. She was incredible, and I thought I had such an amazing cinematic experience <coughs> with that film. Uh, if you haven't seen it, watch it and the Muppet movie she was fantastic yeah. very different Amy Adams from that to, you to now you like America like the fighter American Hustle again yes. very different yeah. yes mm-hmm. yes and a, be- a really Didn't good directors are choosing Hustle. to work with her now yes all the best all the big ones in Hollywood are choosing because to work. she's bloody good yes. and it's not yes, just yeah. rel- oh I can rely on her to put bums on seats or get an okay performance she's brilliant and versatile she's even good in the Zack Snyder film I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know much to do. She turned up. She's okay, so that's me, Amy Adams. Michael Shannon. Um, Michael Shannon's always relied on for a fine performance, whatever he's in. I haven't seen Elvis meets Nixon yet. But I'm nominating him for his performances in Midnight Special. Special. I was going to call it Midnight London. Thank you. <laughs> Midnight Special, which I didn't think was an amazing movie, but I thought he was good in it. And also Nocturnal Animals, which I think he should win the Oscar for, because I thought he was amazing. Wow. He I'd was like, like to see uh, the Oscar. He was like a um, Ben Delmore character in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very gruff and very sort of like mm. modern western. So we liked him a lot. We yes. did, we did. We approved. Yeah, good shout, George. Um, I've, I've got one. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I technically... I, just right. I've, not, I've not watched <laughs> La La Land, but, but uh, yeah. I'm going to say probably Ryan Gosling. Based on, He's a dream boat, isn't based it? on, <laughs> nice guys. Yeah. He gave a great performance in that. Yeah, he was good at that. And yeah. from what I'm hearing, La La Land was great, but you know, two very different movies. Probably. Yeah, there you go. Again, anyway. I haven't seen La La Land. But so. please, Mr. Wood. <laughs> and yeah, again, we discussed it before in great length. But Chris Pine, uh, three very good performances. I think it's so easy to overlook when you're the lead of a, a successful franchise. To still carry on doing that well sure. and bringing more to the character, yeah. and then to uh, to put such very strong performances in the Hell or High Water, and then to play another completely different character in Finest Hours, yeah. and so again, if you'd asked me to start a year, this guy would never even been you know even considered, but uh, three of the best, well, two of the best performances, and then one in a franchise film that I've seen all year, hands down. I think he's done phenomenally well. And uh, yeah, so an easy choice for me. Cool. Okay, so. Ooh. So, do you want to, before we choose the winner, do you want to talk about Facebook? Oh, uh, okay, that's cool. Uh, we had Michael Pena from Sam Radford. Oh, yeah. Um, who is I'm never good. Um, Ant Man, he's the, the funny Mexican guy. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's in a lot of things. He's crocodile. But he was even in Fury and he was very good, but that, that, okay. neither of those count for this, sure. I'm afraid. What did um, you Sorry? What did you nominate him mm. for? Um, he was in uh, oh god what's that film called uh, fact checking monkey. Check monkey in 2016 he starred in War on Everything with Alex Skarsgård he was
was also in Collateral Beauty with Will Smith, but he's probably best known for his roles in Martian and End of Watch. I'll be yeah. honest, he is a character. He is someone that suddenly you go, oh, he's that guy. Yeah. But he's not. Yeah, he's yeah. Memorable. He was in a film with uh, he's about two cops who kind of go a bit rogue. That's End of Watch, released in 2012. Uh, Amy Adams, uh, again, same for yourself. And uh, <laughs> Mahershala Ali. <laughs> Victoria Sparrow and Mahershala Ali for Hidden Figures, Moonlight, and Free State of Jones. Wow. Which I think wins the award for the most intellectually. Yeah. Miss yeah. Sparrow has a yes. lot of time to watch movies. She, she's a very busy lady, but she also makes time to watch movies. I'm going to say she yeah. yeah. Thank I, you, I'm intrigued to see yeah, this. Although, Free State of Jones was horrible. Um, so oh, you've seen this then? <laughs> I've tried to watch that. It's awful. Okay. Well, so, I'm still intrigued. Yes, I'll, uh, so what were the nominations again? Who did we choose? So they, we the had... nominations were Amy Adams, Chris Pine, Michael Shannon and Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Right. My... So, uh, Katie, your, your choice My vote? vote is going to go to Michael Shannon. Mm. Mrs. Duke? I tried very hard not to pick Amy Adams. <laughs> Amy Adams, um, but she's always reliable and everything, and I'm looking forward to seeing the arrival. So I'm going to pick Amy Adams. Mm. I'm going to have to go with Chris Pine. Oh no, you've all got me. Oh, oh. found you. Found you. <laughs> 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 Can you, darling? Feel free she's to edit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I, I would like to choose Michael Shannon because he was so good in the one film I saw him this year. But based on the performance, I'm going to have to give it. Amy Adams. And she was in Batman. Yeah, so, well, yeah. that winnable. She, she was in the bathtub in Batman. Yeah, I'll be so. honest, yeah. if you'd reminded that beforehand, we might not have picked her, but she knocked it out of the yeah. park with Arrival and Next Time. So the big one. Had the best year. Oh, I've got this bad one. <coughs> mm. Darius. Um, before, no, hang on. Before we pick, because it's the big one. The big what one. did Facebook say? Facebook said um, Dan Carpenter, Amy Adams. I think she might be a yeah. popular choice. Yeah. Sam Radford, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah. Complimentary copies. Disney. Disney yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because what, what, do you remember what he said? Yeah. He said because they were making money like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Which is a very good shout. Yeah. So, uh, uh, okay. I'm going to throw a curveball. I'm going to actually say television. That's fine. Oh, that's, that's like that. that. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. Best year. Yeah. I'm saying Zack Snyder. Ooh. I, I haven't yeah. really said yeah. that. We'll, we'll come to that. We'll come to that. <laughs> Ms. Wood, your nomination. Competitiveness is my job. My <laughs> job. It's Amy Adams. Yeah. Yeah. And I have also gone for Amy Adams. Ooh. Mm. Okay. okay. Just, um, you've dropped your mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Together as well. That was quite yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Right? Thank you. It's my American beauty moment. I'm visual, sat there. I, I, yeah. I, d- I don't know how. We've not got any mics, have we? <laughs> 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 not that they have a recorder. Actually, quite from the audio quality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just in a nutshell, boy, I, I pretty much presume I know, but why, why Amy Adams? Just everything I've said already in the, um, Arrival was an incredible film. It was all on her character for that film. And if she hadn't have played it as well, then it would have been a very boring film. There are days.
days that define your story beyond your life. Like the day they arrived. What might be called first contact. The object can measure at least... I'm Colonel G.T. Weber from Army Intelligence. Pack your bags. You're at the top of everyone's list when it comes to translations. Priority one. What do they want? Where are they from? You'll be reporting to me, but you'll be working with him when you're in the show. That's what they're calling the UFO. My wife very much enjoyed Nocturne. My wife. My wife. My wife. He was the only customer. My wife, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she very much enjoyed Nocturne Animals. Did you enjoy Nocturne Animals? I certainly did. I loved that idea. I haven't seen a film like that before. With the... Spoiler alert. I know roughly what the plot is, but don't give me anything. No, no, no big spoilers, because if okay, you haven't seen it, No big spoilers, it. but mm. I hadn't seen a story like that. Okay. And so dark. And it, it was very dark, but very straightforward, as well, in the sense yes. that this is a story. There, yes. There's no kind of deviating from that. Yes. And I could start, I could keep talking about that, but then I'm going to be talking more about the director and the story mm. and the plot, and sure. not her. Yeah. No, okay. But her in it. And I, very good. I think it shows her versatility that she can turn up in um, Muppets, Muppets, yeah. and, and like things like Enchanted. But even <laughs> just this, this year alone, <laughs> Batman Superman, which might have been Muppets sequel. She was better. Uh, but she was, yeah. She was better. She wasn't the worst thing in that film. Oh she God, was. no. She, she had very little no, to do to be fair yeah. as well, you know. Yeah. So and ju- just to add to that, I'd say, um, I think it's disgusting that she's lost out on the Oscar. I think um, mm. as portrayed in Wayne's World, I think when he does the parodies the Oscar speech, he's splashing water on his face and making a big joke about this. Neither Nocturnal Animals or Arrival have the big showy moments. Right. To have the, have the the moment for the advert. She, she's not in a wheelchair. With a, with exactly. With a, with yeah. A the, these car. aren't Oscar bait movies. These are very good, very well made films that required a very understated performance. That's very difficult to do, and she accomplished that. So with last a plot. last two or three minutes on Turner Animals was just her sitting. The rest yeah, of exactly, yes. and it's yeah. brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. It's a slow burn. They're both slow burning. And even with Arrival, her character doesn't pine over a man. She's not spending all the time talking about them. She's just an intellectual character. Yeah, the fact that the two films I'm most looking forward to probably from last year that I haven't seen are those two films. Yeah. I, I, still so want to, I still want to see the right one. Yeah, I, I, the yeah. two films I really want and, to watch. And she's done BBS because the kids need new shoes. Yeah. But, so, and she's contracted. Do you give yourself yeah. the rest of the day <laughs> to try and watch something happy? Yeah. Or yes. Watch the Muppets. We'll be traumatized. We'll be left at. You will be traumatized. Yeah, yeah. Traumatized. I, it, it, it was, for me, it was probably the two, two of the three best films I've seen of the year. With wow. the other one being. Okay. Um, and it was, it was nice that we before before I went to see Nocturne and more. She said to me, "You'll enjoy that series. It's one of the best movies I've seen all year." Yeah. And I kind of went into it with his. Hefty expectations as a result, which and it's worrying. It's worrying. No, no, no. Wood, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, you have to question. Oh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, I'm going to make this very brief because um, we've discussed this on the podcast before. Zack Snyder for, for, for a year, what a year he's had. We've talked before about how Kevin Smith says in Hollywood you fail upwards. Mm. Snack Rider started in 2013. I'm sorry about that. I don't know what people think. It's Zack Snyder. He said, the checks are the post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming to claim his stranger. It's okay. He's coming first. Right. Um, yes, 2013, he made Man of Steel. Not many people liked it. They no. still gave him another chance for uh, Batman versus Superman, which 
I think we could say in a nutshell, wasn't very good. And yet he's still been given Justice League. The other day, Neil sent me a, sent me a link to an article saying people were petitioning for to making the Batman movie. Regardless <laughs> of how shit this bloke is, they just keep giving him more money makers. What's up with that? And then for me, that's why it's been Zack Snyder's year. It doesn't he's a jammy how, bastard. It doesn't matter how competent <laughs> you are. Who's been the luckiest this year? Zack Snyder. Snyder. I think so. I think Look, it's, th- let's be clear. I don't want to knock Zack Snyder as a director because there are a few of his movies I really enjoy. I like 300. Yeah. I really like Watchmen. Yeah. I was watching that again the other night. I mm. really like that movie. Yeah. Mm. But his recent track record, he just doesn't understand the characters and yet he's still being employed and so therefore that is why Zack Snyder is my man of the year he's <laughs> <laughs> one a year he's had you know? <laughs> I'm shit at work and I get fired he's he, he, he said it good. yeah, yeah. I, I will add in one thing with all the directors who seem to be getting thrown off the DC works and granted, he's he's got Justice League because he went straight from BBS straight into pre-production but yeah sorry I might, I might not hit that point but I meant about you got, you got Justice League yeah. Regardless of how when people were talking about Batman and Superman, they said it's well, not a good well, movie. I, I, I was Wood saying uh, he was kind of what he lined up, I think. I mean, it's but too late. It's not a bad year for Why every guy. Does he deliver? Does he deliver on budget? Oh, yeah, I'm sure he, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's, he's safe. He's got big movie experience, hasn't he? Yes. Yeah. He's, like you said, he's a safe safer player. hands. Yeah. He probably knows how to play the system. And again, it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not slinking him off the ground. Because like the thing is, Batman vs. Superman. Isn't it's not like a badly const- it's not like a terribly constructed film. It just you know you watch you watch films yeah. when they're like terribly oh, made. Gods of Egypt. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. it's like how, uh, how did it literally state, how yeah. did this get made? But Batman vs Superman it is crafted. What well, okay? Is this the content just visually? It's very nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't yeah. deny yeah. that. Yeah. And, and they just some good fight scenes. Okay, but yeah. So sorry. Yes, that's fine. Adams. Um. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Matthew going to cut? No, I didn't say that. No, television, sorry. Television, yeah. Um, I The band? Yes, the band television. <laughs> uh, now, I've, I've not watched as many films this year, um, but I have been watching a lot more TV, and I don't feel like I'm missing out. I mean, I'm sure there's many great films, yeah, and I will, yeah. I will I'm catch them up. Yeah. I'm the same. Yeah. I watch a lot more TV than I do movies at the moment. And I feel satisfied still by that. I'm, I'm sure there's many great films I am trying to catch up with the films now. But um, the films that, you know, the TV shows I have watched, you know, things like Westworld, Game of Thrones, oh, Stranger Things, mm. you know, Bojack Horseman, The Night Manager, Happy Valley, Black Mirror for most of the part, you know, and, you know, and on and on and on. There's do, so many. Do you not think that's been the case for quite a, for a few years? Now? It has, but I would, I would probably argue that well, I think we were saying earlier, TV is no longer a knock. If an actor is the television, it's not because their career's going downhill. But, I mean, I could have, I guess I could have argued Netflix more so than television. Yeah. But I think, but, but generally, I think we're at that point now when, it, as a whole, I think there's such great content being created for television mm. that, you know, he's got you know, great talent attached to it. And, you know, I think they're hitting out of that. Oh, House of Cards as well. You know, there's, there's so many great shows just out there. And I think this year, particularly, you know, you've got stuff on the BBC, you've got things on Amazon, you've got things on Netflix. You've got I think I think it's been a great, another great year for television. Absolutely. So I, I, I would argue the fact yeah. that I think... I, I think Westworld alone, I think. Yeah. Amazing. I think we're, we're spoiled, really, basically. Okay. 
it makes it less you're less inclined to go to the cinema because you've got so much to watch at home. Yeah, and and, and and you can do a lot more in a ten hour format than you can in a two and a half hour film. You know, it's you know you can see why people are drawn to it. Sure. So okay, Ms. Ward, who would you? Uh, who am I voting for? Um, I think from Darius's argument, I'm going to say television. Mm. Although I probably would have narrowed it down more a bit more with Netflix. But yeah. I think your your argument for that case in point. Yeah. I I've got to, I've got to agree. Like I said, I watch a lot of TV myself, and it's it is as good as watching movies. And yeah, to be it's been that way for quite some time. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Do you mind? Um. Amy Adams. Amy Adams. <laughs> 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 well, this is a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, a- a- Amy, Adam, Amy Adams. I can't vote for Zack Snyder, sorry. But <laughs> I, I, I do generally like Amy Adams. I think she's a great actor. Um, for me, I, I would love to say, I completely agree with your argument, and I'd love to say Netflix, particularly. Mm. I've mm. had a fantastic mm. year. Mm. But for me, that would be saying that I've, I've lost my love of watching. The, I, mm. I much prefer watching films than I do watching TV. Um, that's never dissipated for me, so I'm actually going to go for Amy Adams. Do you think we could we please get Amy Adams into Flecter? Yeah. <laughs> She's got two awards, has she? So, John, I think it's such a good argument. As I say, if, 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 if nobody else thinks Zack Snyder deserves something. Have you guys seen Game of Thrones? So, Game of Thrones, the reason I didn't choose Netflix is because Game of Thrones is HBO. And there's a, the battle, and now the battle of the bastards yeah. is one of so the best battle action sequences put into film or digital, or whatever. You know, I think it's one of the greatest kind of battle sequences. I know you haven't watched it, John, no. but I think it's a great, great, great sequence. And that's why I went for TV generally and not Netflix. Lovely. And just to wrap up then, rather than do it as an actual category, um, honourable mentions. Something that you really want to. St- Say something positive about that you saw for the year, a performance that you really enjoyed. I'm happy to start with this one because I'm dropping you in it. Your favourite performance, your favourite thing that really stood out for the year. Uh, for me, I'm going to start this with Jenna Malone for Neon Demon. Mm. Okay, she was also in Batman and Batman vs Superman. Apparently, yeah. Have you, you, you watched like the yeah. four-hour version? Uh, I'm going to give it to Stranger Things. Mm, Absolutely mm, mm, fantastic. Mm, 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 and I'm really looking forward to the next series. Please be good. Don't mess it up. <laughs> well, I've seen the kids in the Ghostbusters outfit, so yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. be good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the movie... Um, so again, I'm torn between the Lobster and High Rise, both the fine movies. Yeah. Yeah. High Rise was like... Um, it was like Clockwork Orange. Ken Loach directed it. I think that's a recommendation and enough to go see it. It's yeah. amazing. Really well shot watch. as well. Watch. I was going to say Stranger Things, but I'll go for something different. Uh, what about VOA? Eh? VOA? Oh, I've only watched one episode. Oh, yeah. I quite enjoyed it. Really? really? I've heard a lot of mixed things. What's VOA? I found it a bit pretentious. I wasn't. I don't want to give anything away, but uh, it did get uh, a bit crazy. I will go for Hunt for the Will of People. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an amazing film. Absolutely fantastic film. That's a bitch. End credits. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so thank you all for listening. This is the the end of the uh, the strangies, if you will. Uh, we're all off to see Jason Mewes, apart from Darius. Yeah, no, I've seen him. Yeah, we're off to see a special screening of Clerks and with a Q&A with Jason Mewes, which we're all very much looking forward to. Pardon, Darius. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
So uh, thank you everyone for your feedback on the, on Facebook, on Twitter, and mm. and your responses. It's been really good, and I, I'm, hopefully this is going to be an annual thing. So I think it's been a good laugh, and yeah, it's been good fun. Well, yeah, we'll uh, we'll add to it and change things, but I think that's been pretty good. I think it's worked out quite well. So on that note, on that <laughs> wonderfully positive thing of yeah, we're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, everyone, thanks for listening. Don't be a stranger. Cheers. 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 Cheers.